Thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games in the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. How are you today? You all right? Yeah, I've just had back-to-back meetings, so that was fun. That sounds nice. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, I've just, I don't know what to say. That, That was it. That's all I had. That sounds like that sounds like a real joy. That sounds very yeah. pleasant. How how are you faring? Yes, I'm quite well. I have not been in back to back meetings. I've just been doing a lot of spreadsheets and stuff today. So it's been uh, it's been very wild, very pleasant. Sounds wild. Yes, it is. Um, so to unwind, I think it's good that we get to talk about video games. Indeed. So today we are going to be talking about one of a fair few uh, arcade fighters on the list, and only yeah. earlier when I went back to look at our list, I didn't realise how many there were on um, on the list. I but we've got a few. It's yeah, it kind of took me a little bit by surprise, to be honest. Yeah, it's the first one we've done. Um, so that's uh, yeah, we, we didn't stagger that out very well, but no, we haven't. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So today we're going to be talking about Tekken Three. So Tekken 3 was released by Namco in 1998. It comes in at 24 on our list with a aggregate score of 96. So, you know, it's in it's in the top quarter of the um of the top 100, so potentially the best fighting game of all time apparently, besides one, I believe, which is number 4 on the list, but we'll get to that. Big words. Yes, very big words. So I suppose, as usual, what were your initial thoughts of Tekken 3 and what's your history with Tekken 3 and the Tekken franchise? I don't really know what my history with the Tekken series is because I did play them. I mean, I didn't have a PlayStation as we've uh, gone through several times before in the podcast, Um, but I, I did play some Tekken games around people's houses and... I don't know which ones I played and which ones I didn't play. Um, I remember playing as King. I remember some of the characters. So I'm not completely um, oblivious to it, but I also wouldn't say that I'm an avid fan of the series or of fighting games in general. So that makes me the perfect person to talk about this game in the podcast. Ideal. How about Ideal you? person. I mean, I I have quite a lot of nostalgia for... Tekken particularly Tekken 2 I think when I was a lot younger I had a demo disc with Tekken 2 on it and I've still got Tekken 2 now on my PS3 from the um from the download store and I remember I don't know if you recall it but when we were at university when I first got my PS3 I downloaded Tekken 2 onto it and there were a few times where you me and I think Joe because Joe turned out to be quite good at it we um tried to go through the arcade mode getting to the top um, top level, which is level ten, where you fight uh, Devil Kazuya. Yeah. Do, do you remember? Well, I, I don't. I don't really remember that, but I know that I know that you, you got ten levels, and the last mm. one you fight. So, I mean, for, for me, I was quite looking forward to going to Tekken Three because it's one that I've not really played before. But I know that amongst a lot of people, it's considered probably the best Tekken, particularly of that era with Tekken One, Two, and Three on the PS One. So. 
if you can, I know I um I sent you a, uh, a video. I'm not sure if you watched it prior to me sending it you, but it gives you a bit of a background on the plot because this is an arcade fighter and it's got early PlayStation FMVs in it. It isn't very clear on what the story is really, particularly if you've not played the other games in the series because they all merge into one um, one story. I don't know if that's the case further down the line. It's worth noting that I don't think the arcade versions actually had these cutscenes, these FMVs. Probably I think not. that was purely for the PlayStation version. Um, because I played the arcade version of Tekken 3 on the PS2 because it was uh, released as part of Tekken 5. And that had no cutscenes. It just has an intro where you get to see the different characters and their mm. moves. Um, but that's it. Um, so you so, played this on the the PS2 version of So I played it on the PS2. Um, I played it on the PS2, which has a version of the arcade version of Tekken 3, which obviously looks quite a bit nicer than the PS1 version yeah. with 3D environments. And it, it looks it looks pretty good, actually. Um, but, but it's lacking those FMVs. Now, to, to relay a particular story that you sent me... Um, <laughs> this is probably going to be a very poor effort. Um, Don't worry, I'll, so, I'll correct you if you go wrong. So, Hihachi marries some woman and they have a kid and the woman turns out to have the devil gene and yeah. she tries to kill Hihachi and he kills her. And he, he Doesn't he do something brutal to her and then he has a tear down his face? Yeah, he breaks um, her neck. He breaks her neck and has a little cry. Uh, little cry. Uh, uh, yeah, as a little cry, and then he then tries to kill his son, um, always nice. Who also he thinks carries the devil gene, mm-hmm. and he throws him off a cliff. Yeah, turns out that the boy survives. I can't remember his name, Kazuya, Kazuya or something. Yeah, and so he comes back, and within this time, sometime around now, Hihachi starts the Tekken tournament to prove that he's. The greatest fighter ever after King breaking his wife's after breaking his wife's neck. Um, so nice, nice, nice gentleman. Um, Kazuya enters the tournament, gets to the final, faces his father, and throws him <laughs> throws him off a cliff. Off the same cliff, correct? Off the same cliff, um, and he he survives, and uh, <laughs> it's just all manner of convoluted. And then there's another there's another child somewhere along the line. I can't remember what that one's called. He also may or may not have the devil gene. He ends up fighting Hihachi, and um, rinse and repeat. That's that's what I got from it anyway. Sure. So um, this is the stuff that isn't kind of common knowledge, I suppose, without kind of looking into it a little bit. Kazuya and one of the other fighters on the roster of Tekken Two, a woman called uh, Jun have a son called Jin and Jin is primarily the main character of Tekken 3 and at the start of Tekken 3 this monster called Ogre is killing all of the world's greatest fighters and Ogre kills uh, Jin's mother who is obviously in Tekken 2 so he goes to find his grandfather Hihachi Mishima to find out how to fight in the Mishima style and then a third Tekken tournament is put together and the story primarily follows Jin 
as the protagonist, uh, where he fights Hihachi, fights Ogre, and then True Ogre, which is the second transformation of the character, until he beats him, and then Hihachi, for some reason, shoots his grandson, because why not? It then turns out that Jin does have the devil gene, and that's pretty much where the game ends. Um, it's very complicated, I feel, even though it sounds somewhat simple. But when you explain it like that, there's a lot going on, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, it's convoluted, and I don't know if it's wholly necessary. I mean, what, what's your opinion on the quality of this story? I quite like it, because it's... It's about a, a, a warring family. I mean, Tekken 1 and 2 basically have the same story, but just switched in that Hihachi throws his son off the cliff at the end of the first game, and then at the end of the second game, Kazuya throws his father off a cliff. So it's basic, but it, it didn't need to be there, but I quite like the fact that it was, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I always I always like having the cutscenes to bookend things. Um, it gives you a bit of motivation. Um, but yeah, it's it's just I never find that they're very substantial in fighting games, even when they are there. Yeah, and I think I'm I'm not the biggest fighting game fan. I'm not the biggest fighting game player, but I think often the lack of um, a dedicated story mode is the thing that puts me off fighting games. Um, yeah, so that's just the case with this one. I think. Yeah, I mean. Tekken 3 takes place, again, about 20 years after Tekken 2. And this was, I think, the first time they really shook up the roster a little bit. So you have got returning characters from um, from Tekken 2, like um, like Paul. You've also got uh, Lee, who's the uh, police officer. But then you've also got some that have been replaced. So the character that I played as most, particularly in Tekken 2, is Law. And in this game, it's Law's son or his grandson, I think. Um, and don't they inherit the moves of? Yeah, they inherit the, the moves, and he he very much resembles the Law from Tekken Two, but he also resembles Bruce Lee. I think you can unlock a Bruce Lee costume for him. Um, and then you've also got King Two, who is the successor of the original King. And yeah, it's it's quite. Um, if you follow the game, then you know you're probably all good with it you follow it but for the uninitiated there's a lot going on with um with the Tekken series so i mean in terms of speaking speaking of the characters who was your favorite character to use um through the game well, the, the one that i completed the game with and probably the one that i found most fun um was i'm probably butchering this name Huarang. Huarang. yeah the guy, the guy on a bike with the like reddish. Yeah, hair. he was. Um, he's the replacement for, again, butchering the name Beck or Bake or b- <laughs> Back from Tekken Two. Uh, he's like defending a, several. Yeah, he's a student of here. a predecessor from Tekken Two, so he's there. But yeah, you you played as. I'm not going to pronounce the name as him. <laughs> Fantastic. It's the same issue that we had with our Persona 5 episode. There's some names that we just couldn't pronounce. Oh, dear. So you completed it as him. Did did you kind of go through the arcade as anyone else, or did you try anyone else that you liked? Yeah, I tried tried all the characters that that were available. I think there were some secret characters as well. There are. 
that um that I've not played as because I didn't complete it with all of them, but I did I did dabble with all of them. Um, there's the small dinosaur thing. I, yeah, I gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played I played as all of the all of the characters that were readily unlocked at the start. Um, some I like more than others. I like the ones with good kicks, and um, I was trying to. I mean, when I was a kid, and I think this probably applies to many kids. Um, you just you just spam the move that seemed to <laughs> catch your opponent off guard. But I was trying to do a bit more complex stuff here. Um, by no means was I doing some of the ridiculous combos where you keep people in the air for however long that some people managed to do with this game. But yeah, I was I was dabbling with the the combo system a bit. Yeah, well, I think that's a good thing about this game, and it's 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 the case with um you know most arcade fighters that you just got to kind of try to find the character that you most mesh with. I remember when um what's that what's that DC game that came out towards the start of the PS4's life cycle that was um something yeah. Gods Among Us Injustice Injustice that was it. And I wasn't very good at it, but then I started playing as Wonder Woman, and I was actually all right. So it goes to show that the more you practice with different characters... I really liked Injustice. It was good, yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of Tekken 3, I primarily stuck to what I knew playing as um, Law, because he was, like I said, one of my favourites from Tekken 2. Um, I gave uh, Jin a fair whack as well, because obviously he's the protagonist and he's the person you're ideally supposed to be. But as well as that, I tried out Yoshimitsu, and I always sucked as Yoshimitsu on Tekken yeah, 2. Yeah, I struggled with him. Yeah, that's, that's pulled over to Tekken 3. But the um, the one that I was most keen to use is the is the character that I know a lot of my friends used to say that if you choose him, you're cheating, because he's just too good, was Eddie Gordo. Did you play much as Eddie? I did. I, I found his animations, his wind-up animations, were very long. Like, he, he gets on his hands, and he does all, all the breakdancing, but... It just—it seems like he, it just seems like he transitions to transition from a move. It takes him a long time. Yeah, I, I never really got on with Eddie, but I think that if you can nail his move set, he's one of the best characters that you can fight as. Um, but yeah. character I struggled most against was uh, Moko Jin. Yeah, understandable. I think realistically, for me, it just depended what round you got the character in yeah that's true um because i found myself you know struggling against king and then you know further down the line when i beat eddie in the first round earlier when i go and play as a different character go through the arcade i got to eddie in round eight and he'd absolutely or seven or yeah. whatever it was he'd absolutely cream me um so i think it depends on where you fight them but then realistically the the difficult fights are with um with ogre and Heihachi as well. Um, if you're not prepared or if you don't know what you're doing with the controls, they'll absolutely crucify you. And it was exactly the same with Tekken 2. I remember when we were playing it at uni, um, we really struggled with it. And Joe um, Joe had quite a good time with it. And he was spending ages trying to beat uh, Devil Kazuya. And it's always those last two that are the hardest, understandably, because it's the end game. But... Um, yeah, if, if you don't know what you're doing or if you don't know how you're going to be controlling your characters when you get to those latter fights, then you're going to get absolutely nailed. I think the, the difficulty spike in this game is quite good. It starts off relatively forgiving, but then as you move forward, it, the difficulty amps up slowly, I think. 
Yeah, my, my only criticism of the difficulty is that it's not like I, I don't know I don't know how it actually works, but it seems to me that the further in you get they just seem to do more damage. Yeah. It's not like their moves become any more complicated to cor- uh, to to choreograph or to or to um to block or anything like that. It just seems to be that <laughs> they can wipe you out that much quicker. Yeah, that's it. Especially well, depending on what um mode you, mode you play. Did you try any of it on hard? No, I just did normal. It's I thought rough. Um, it's very rough. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it'll it'll ruin your day. Um so speaking of the characters and their movesets, we come to gameplay as king. So in terms of your favourite move, I suppose, if you can call it that, because it's all just fighting techniques, but w- was there a favourite move that you had in this game? Not really. Um I I think as I said before, it was just using the character on the bike whose name I won't butcher again for the benefit of the listeners. Um, just some of his um, kicking combos really cool. Um, yeah, uh, apart from that, I mean, I kind of uh, started doing more complicated stuff as I was going on. But yeah, yeah nothing. I, I don't know. Nothing, nothing major, really. Sure. I mean, for me... The, the one thing with Tekken that I always found quite satisfying is being able to juggle and keeping yeah. um, your your foe in the air. Now, with Tekken 3, it's become a bit more difficult to, to juggle your um, your foe, and it can be quite a lot harder to keep them in the air. Yeah, you can do it, but it did take me a bit of practice, and again, I was primarily using, uh, I was primarily using law for that. But I'd say that once you kind of get the hang of juggling and you're able to, you know, do the backflip kicks and all that kind of stuff, it does get quite satisfying when you're able to pull it off. But it's one of those things that you're not able to pull off every time, which I quite like. Oh, yeah, I did, I did it a couple of times, but I was by no means. Um, I, sometimes I didn't even know what I was doing, but yeah, <laughs> but it happened. Same. <laughs> Just make it up as I was going along. Fighting um, pros here. So, so do you think do you think this game's fun? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it wasn't frustrating or anything. It was fun. It was fun to play. I mean, I I like these games in short bursts, but I think these games this this is the problem. I mean, I may I may not sound like I'm very high on this game. Um, the, the problem with the these games is, I don't think they shine in single player. I think where these games games shine is even if you're playing on your own, but with other people in the room that are also watching and you're playing with friends maybe you're passing the controller around yeah um even even an arcade couch co-op yeah i mean those those days when you played this at an arcade it wasn't it wasn't um on your own at an arcade it was always with people around and you'd um yeah so i don't think this game shines on your own and we played it on our own well i I certainly did play it on my own and i feel like you're really taking some of the joy out of it that way. But at the same time, it was still quite enjoyable. Didn't have a problem with it. Um, yeah, so I'd say it is fun in the right setting. Yeah, I think I, I, I agree with you. And it's the same as what we said for uh, games like Halo, that they really need that second player there. Yeah. And I remember um, Kadikarus saying in one of his um, YouTube videos, I think it was on Tekken 2, that he goes, any disagreement that you've got, Anything that comes up where you've got an argument with someone, teching it, and uh, whoever wins is right. <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's quite 
prominent to how these games were played back in the day. Like you had a disagreement with someone, you just fight my Tekken. Just uh, you know, obviously when you're kids, that's not for like someone slept with your wife. Well, play play Tekken with them, and then you, you know who's in the right. It's not not that logic, but you know, it's, it's very much playground stuff with Tekken, and I think I agree that it, it really does require that second player and I think it would have been a lot more fun if we could have done couch co-op with it yeah um, and obviously with the with the more recent Tekken entrances you'll have online play which yeah I wouldn't even go near because I get absolutely wrecked so fast I mean you look at these um, these professional fighting players from you know competitions like Evo and it's mental it's oh yeah so crazy how good people get. I remember watching a documentary on um, some of the best Super Smash Brothers melee players and the amount of hours these people put into these games to just perfect them is insane. Well, they play, yeah, they play professionally. They earn money yeah. for it. So that's, that's their job basically, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I think Tekken's fun, but it can be added to with having a second player there. And it's, and it's a um, shame with this game that, that you, as you say, that online play is now an option for newer games but this game hasn't been re-released apart from the ps2 version um yeah so the options were limited in how we actually approach this and we don't live near each other so it's not like we could have i mean that that would have been so much more fun um mm. to, to play it that way um like i mean I, I vaguely recall what you say at university now i mean i don't really have strong which shows i probably wasn't taking it that seriously at the you've, time you've but. slept since then yeah, so <laughs> I feel like it would have been a lot more fun. I mean, we had a lot more fun playing Halo 2 when I was um, yeah, when we were doing si- the sitting on your head shooting people. Yes. That was fun. Exactly. These games are made for that. Um, and, you know, when, when we do get to potentially even the more modern fighting games, I'm not sure what the most modern fighting game is on the list. Probably one of the Street Fighter games, maybe. Because a few Street Fighter games, you've got um, obviously Soul Calibur, uh, and then I think there's another one as well. I can't remember off the top of my but head. But they may have had re-releases. I mean, Soul exactly. Calibur, I'm pretty sure has, which may now include some form of online play. But that brings us to the question of the week. Um, obviously, we've just discussed kind of online games and online multiplayer and the death of couch co-op, which we've we've mentioned before. What do you think the future is of arcade fighters? Because it's... You know, there aren't that many arcades around anymore. And there's one not too far away from me in Birmingham called um, NQ64, which I've been to a few times. They have a Tekken 2 um, machine in there, which I played, which was quite, it was good to get on. But it's not the same as what it was in, you know, the 90s, the noughties, and particularly back in the 80s. Arcades are a lot rarer now, but you've still got fighting competitions, like we say, like Evo. What do you think the future is for games like this? Do Do you reckon it's all online? Um, can I expand that question? Yes. What, what I mean by that is, I think we can take this question further, not just arcade games, but fighting games in general. Um, I think there was a time when everyone had Tekken. Yeah. Or everyone our age had Tekken um, that had a PlayStation and you'd have your equivalents on different consoles. I mean, I I used to buy wrestling games um, 
uh, even up until fairly recently I bought wrestling games because I I always enjoyed that style of game which is a bit more slow paced and a bit more I don't know it's just it's just less competitive in a way but and you like um, wrestling yeah and I, I love wrestling so for me that was always my thing and on the N64 I had all the wrestling games and I used to I mean I could just spend hours playing those so I, I suppose in a way that was my equivalent um, but I I just people people don't play these games like they used to no. you still got you still got the fans that play every new release of say Tekken Mortal Kombat um, and as we we talked about Injustice and and other games in the same vein, but it's not like it was. I think other games have kind of become. I mean, I suppose Call of Duty, something like that, has become the new popular. Fortnite. Whereas Tekken would, yeah, and I I think it is declining. Um. Even even the tournaments, a lot of them have been shut down recently, haven't they? For different they? reasons. Some for yeah, I mean, there was there was a I, I do kind of follow a bit of the news for the Smash community, and and there was a lot of stuff there where a lot of the the, the major Smash players were getting in trouble for really not nice things. Put it that way, mm. um, abuse of minors and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, but I mean, obviously, the Smash community and the tournaments are completely disconnected from Nintendo, so it's not. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't it's, uh, it's, do them, do they? It's Evo and stuff like that, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so I know that a lot of stuff has gone on in that community. Obviously, there there are still tournaments, the major ones, but I think I, I think I'm right in saying that some of them have been um, shuttered recently. Mm. So, and I wonder how many people are watching those. I wonder what the viewing figures are like because. To be to be completely honest, in the past couple of years at E3, they usually have tournaments for some of the Nintendo games. I've watched a few of the Splatoon ones, some of the Smash ones. I think they're quite entertaining to watch. Um, so I, I get why people watch them, but I just wonder if, if it has the mainstream appeal that it did have. Now, what, what Mortal Kombat did was it, it they hadn't released one for a long time, and then they released the new Mortal Kombat with the new engine... Yeah, and 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 it and it looked amazing, and I think it played into a lot of people's nostalgia for it. Yeah. Um, Injustice was cool because it was that fighting game of of, of DC heroes. Yeah, and and I I remember um I remember one New Year's Eve, I think we went. This I don't I don't even know. It may have been. Yeah, it was. It was when when I was at university. Obviously, we went back home. Yeah. Uh, during Christmas holidays. So I was I went for a meal with my friend at Harvester, and then we went back to to his place and just played Injustice till gone twelve o'clock, um, just going through the the uh, career mode on it, mm. and that was a lot of fun. So I I still think these games have a place in the right setting, um, but I think the issue that these games are having comes with the decline of things like playing most player on the couch um i think we we've seen games do that less and less to the point where when a big new game has that feature couch co-op it's a big deal because so few games have it nowadays online has taken over that and um i think those more casual players that used to play with friends i i don't know i'm just hypothesizing now but you you've you've given me the question so um Maybe they're deterred by the fact that 
online is a very competitive field and, and maybe it's more fun just to play with friends in that kind of setting where it's more relaxed and you, you're sitting eating pizza. I, I love those. I've, I've got so many good memories of just sitting around playing games like that and it just doesn't happen anymore and I, f- I feel like that's a shame. Yeah, maybe that's just a sign of our age a little bit because it's not the kind of thing that you get a chance to do anymore, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you grow up and then it becomes less of a, a thing. But... Yeah, I, I know a few of my friends still have LAN parties um, and they'll all hook their Xboxes up or their PCs up and I know a few of my mates have done um, brought all their laptops together and played World of, World of, uh, World of Warcraft. Or World, World of War- yeah, World of Warcraft. That's cool. Um, so this still exist. It's just. I just think you find you as you get older, you find less people willing to do it. So although I'm well and truly game to do that, I, I, I think think of myself as more of a serious gamer than other people. So yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, so so yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've directly answered the question there, but uh, it is declining, and 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 I think that is in part due to that kind of multiplayer becoming less of a thing sure and also that as you said in the 90s there were arcades and there was a history of fighting games and i just think fighting games have been overtaken now um yeah and they're not the they're not the big thing that they want it's once were shooters now isn't it and you know a battle royale game fortnite you've got overwatch call of duty all that kind of thing and and i wonder if it's, it's to do with the, the technology i mean there was one time where you couldn't do 3D shooters, so yeah. having a 2D fighter was your option. But now as gaming has expanded and you've got um, 3D stuff and new things being introduced, new things that are popular, maybe it's just been replaced. And it's, it's I mean, gaming now is overcrowded, isn't it? There's, there's so many games that you can yeah. play, free games, paid for games. Um, especially multiplayer, online multiplayer stuff. There's just heaps and heaps of it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. And, and to be honest, I don't, I don't know enough about fighting games to answer that question, but I've just weighed in anyway, because why not? Well, yeah, exactly. I think, um, like I said, that, that you know, there's that NQ64 place near me um, in Birmingham, and... It's, it's a really good night out. You know, you can buy beers with tokens, you can buy cocktails, go to all the machines. I mean, it's an absolute nightmare going to somewhere like that during COVID because if, if you want COVID to spread, then just go to an arcade where everyone's touching everything. But <laughs> I went there a few times between the first and second lockdown, I think. And it's great. You've got, um, you've got specific stations set up where there's a GameCube, there's a Nintendo 64, there's a PS1. And then you've got all the machines around. You've got a Guitar Hero machine. You've got a Super Mario Kart machine, dance machine, etc. And, you know, you've got all the classics there as well, like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. And I'd love to see a resurgence of arcades because it's a really good night out and they're really fun. Um, it's just about getting the the balance right with cost of how much these games cost to play while you're there and, you know, drinks and having it as a real night out. But I think if you build it, they will come. But it's yeah, just, it's it's, it's funny that you say anymore. that. Well, it, there was one. There's one that a few few people I knew talked about in London, and that was based around a night out and having drinks and stuff as well. But obviously, arcades back in the day weren't based around that. So I suppose they're feeding on nostalgia a lot now when they're it becomes this this 
nostalgia fueled night out where you're having drinks and stuff as well. Yeah. But I don't. I think arcades as arcades, just purely arcades. I mean, maybe that's just a bygone era now. Yeah, perhaps. It's an interesting topic. I think we could probably talk about arcades and where they've been and where they could go for hours. Um, but yeah, it's certainly an interesting topic. And I'd say to anyone listening that if you do have the opportunity to go to an arcade, um, just do it because it's such a fun time, and it's a really, it's really different to anything that you can do these days. Just to play on some of the retro machines, you know, like Donkey Kong or Pac- uh, Pac-Man or you know. Cubert, it's 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 different, and I I highly recommend it. But we must proceed, as must the gaming sphere, and we move away from arcades into your thoughts on the look and sound of this game. Bear in mind, this game came out in nineteen ninety eight, so that's the same year as games like uh, Metal Gear Solid. Where do you think it stacks up in terms of the look? I think. Um... Fighting games generally look better than other games of the eras because you're not rendering this huge three-dimensional world. You're rendering stages, you're rendering characters, and I find that the characters tend to look better in the, in, in these games. Yes. And certainly I think um, the arcade version of Tekken 3 looked pretty good. It looked like something that you'd find on the Dreamcast or the PS2 Um really solid looking characters quite detailed and and the stages as well look quite nice um and there's there's a few there's a few games on um playstation dreamcast definitely n64 that look really nice like probably close to a generation ahead of what other games were doing at the time because i just think they could really focus on the characters and the stages and making them look good so yeah, I think it, it looks good, and I think the soundtrack's pretty good as well. A nice arcadey soundtrack that gets you in the mood for what you're doing. Big arcade um, soundtrack. Yeah, and I, well, I want to I throw a question to you, which is, um, what's your favourite stage, if you have one? I quite like the... Um, I don't know why, but the, I can't remember what it's called. Um, like the, the, the very green one. Uh, you, you fight there quite a lot with Eddie. Um, it's like a, is that the one where you fight Mokojin a lot, the forest? No, it's not a forest. It's like um. Oh, I know what you mean. It's it's like a b- bit more open. It's like yeah, like a field or something. Or like yeah, a, yeah. I, I quite like that one just because it's quite open and and bright. But yeah, I, I just quite like that one because it's, it's a bit of a difference from from the other stages. Really, what about you? I really like the um <laughs> the one where you fight King, which is like a wrestling ring yes. in the sky, and. I don't know how it got there or how it stays there, but that's where but there's it is. just clouds all around, so it just floats around. But yeah, no, I, I really like that one. I thought that looked very distinct. They've got some imaginative um, stages in yeah. there, and you, you compare it to Tekken One because Tekken One included um, actual locations. You could fight at Lake Windermere in Tekken that's One cool. uh, in, the, in the Lake District. It's it's wild. And to be honest, I've not played a Tekken game past, I don't think, Tekken Tag Tournament. And I think that was just a PS2, PS2 wasn't game. it? Yeah. Um, so I'd be interested to play the latest one and see what it's like now. Um, I but... mean, what you, what, you have with, what you have with the Tekken series that I don't have is you have distinct memories of the games so you can see the progression in... Whereas, as I said, my, my memory of Tekken is very much this kind of um, blend of... I don't even know what Tekken game we played. Sure. <laughs> 
So yeah, they're very vague. Well, it it, it will be um, as we say with any game franchise or game type on this list. It'll be interesting to see where we think it stands when we play the other fighting games. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, exactly. the other franchise that was escaping me earlier that I couldn't remember is Virtual Fighter. And right, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that one because I've said it to you before. Virtual Fighter Four, which is the game that's on this list, relatively close to the bottom, I think. But that was the first game I ever played on the PS2. Uh, that was the game that came bundled with my PS2. I remember quite liking it. So um, also the the Virtua Fighter series, it was the series that inspired Tekken, Shemu, and Tekken, I think as well. Well, in ter- that the actual fighting system, because Virtua Fighter is Sega, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it was um, so, one of the very early 3D fighting games. Virtua Fighter One. I'm pretty sure that Shemu originally was Virtua Fighter RPG, oh, and okay. they turned it into Shemu. Um, that's that's what I remember anyway. I remember seeing it in a documentary, and I have completed the first two Shenmue games. I've I've got the third one, but I haven't touched it yet because I've heard terrible things about it. But um, yeah. But so so what what do you think about the graphics and the uh, the sound design here? I think they're good, and I agree with you in the fact that usually fighting games, because they're a lot more focused in one particular area, the graphics will look a bit better. Because unlike Metal Gear Solid, where you're rendering an entire section. Um, you know, and enemy AI and stuff, you don't have to worry about that. And the thing with particularly the older Tekken games is a lot of the backgrounds were pre rendered, so yeah. it wasn't working hard. It's the same as Final Fantasy VII, all of those backgrounds are, are pre rendered, and they don't always look the best, but it helps with the game functioning behind it. And I think the look of this game is improved from Tekken 2 when you compare it to Tekken 1. After we finish recording this, go and watch some of the FMVs from Tekken 1 because it's like frightening FMV. You know, when it was like really early FMV and they didn't really know how to do faces properly. Or animation. Yeah, like it's nightmare stuff. Particularly, um, there's an FMV clip of um, of Law from Tekken 1 and it's got awful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think it looks good, particularly for its age. I think it still stands up. And I agree with you in terms of the music as well. It is a very... Um, very arcade-esque. It gives you thoughts of arcade fighters and maybe that's just because I know that it's a game, it's music from Tekken. But yeah, I I think it, it, it doesn't stand out against everything else. And, you know, whenever I think of Tekken, I think of the intro music from Tekken 2. And that's always something that will be hard to beat for me when we come to arcade fighters or PS1 games because it's such... A strong imprint on my mind. On my mind, is I think um, that FMV from Tekken Two. I think from a purely gameplay perspective, it's aged quite well. Yeah. Um, I think, I think where where it, where you can see its age is the options yes. and the, the, menu. the different things you can do. It's quite limited. Um, whereas obviously nowadays you can do quite a lot in fighters that you probably couldn't do back then. So yeah, hundred percent. So, that's kind of our first foray into arcade fighters on the list, and it's only taken us forty. Yeah. Six. This is forty-six. Yeah, forty-six games. Forty-six. Yeah, this is game forty-six. Um, oh no, this is game. No, I this think... is game forty-one. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. See, I'm losing track. It's it's because before we start recording this, we um we finally we agreed on the um the following five, so we know game 41 to 50 now so yes but yeah um 
it's our first foray into arcade fighters being game 41 so i suppose you'll be able to answer this question a little bit better when we've played some of the other arcade fighters on this yeah. list but do, do you think it belongs to be here particularly at number 24 i don't know um i think as as has been evidenced by this episode i'm not i'm not the best person to answer this so i'm i'm going purely based off my inexperience yeah off, off, just off what you played um and i think as you say i'm going to have a better idea when i've played the other ones i can definitely say oh, i enjoyed that one more or this one more um but as this is the first one and got nothing really substantial to compare it to i mean i've played some more recent fighting games i've played the new mortal Kombat. as i said i played injustice and i really enjoyed those um i mean i always i did play more mortal Kombat when i was younger as well we had mortal Kombat on the n64 and um i did prefer the styles of that game i prefer like the more over the top um the gore Finish. and the, 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 the finishers and yeah it just it to me it always seemed like it had more character um and was just a bit more dark and brutal um uh so i i like some of the mortal Kombat games i mean personally i prefer for one of those to have played one of those and for one of those to be on the list um but alas i'm but i'm not the person that this game was trying to appeal to i'm not the person that would go away and um master all the combos to to become no say a tournament player or anything like that yeah um and, and 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 i also want to say that had i played it in a in a multiplayer setting as i mentioned i think my opinions would be a bit different what what i'd say is it, it is solid and it is fun um as of right now i don't think i put it on the list but that may change after we've played the other ones. Sure. That's fair enough. That's Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I, I mean, it's not a very... I usually I usually have some idea what I'm going to say before this section, but this time, yeah, I'm just winging it. Mm, that's fair enough. I mean, I think, really, this game is quite high because I think a lot of the games, the other arcade fights that we have on the list came out after that maybe with the exception of potentially the street fighter games but i'm not sure which street fight uh, street fighter games are on the list but I, I i kind of see tekken as a bit of a, a father or if not a father an uncle to arcade <laughs> fighters you know it, it isn't the first but it did perfect a lot of stuff yeah that brought 3d fighters forward and 3d think, fighters that's the key isn't it yeah. whereas uh, something like street fighter was 2d, 2D. fighter yeah and i think for that reason, I'd say that it does deserve a place on this list because I think this game could potentially be the representative for arcade fighters and it is the representative for the highest arcade fighter bar Soul Calibur, which is number four on the list, I think. Wow. So I'd say, yeah, I think it does deserve to be here. I don't think it deserves to be as high as 24 and we'll see how I feel about Soul Calibur when we get to that as well. But there is a place for Tekken on this list. And I'm glad that it's a PS1 era Tekken game because the PS1 N64 era of games was really the changing point and really where games came into their own. So I'm glad to see it here. Personally, I would have preferred to see Tekken 2 here. I was going to say, uh, which which Tekken would you prefer to see, I'd pref uh, knowing the answer? Yeah, but, uh... I'd prefer to see Tekken 2 on here, but that's just because I have a history with Tekken 2 and there's a lot of nostalgia for me with Tekken 2. But I can't argue the fact that Tekken 2 is better than Tekken 3 because it isn't. 
Tekken 3 is tighter, it works better, it flows Fair. a lot more um, freely. So Tekken 3 deserves to be on this list more than Tekken 2. But from my own personal selfish standpoint, I'd love to see Tekken 2 on this list just because yeah. it holds such a such a prominent place in just like I say, imprinted into my brain that music. We we always try and separate from memories, but yeah. I mean memories are intrinsic to us. So. Yeah, it can be hard to sometimes. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I'd say Tekken Three deserves to be on here, maybe a bit lower, but we'll see when um, when we come to the other games. Indeed. So yeah, that covers Tekken Three. So what are we doing next time, please? We are doing um, also oh, on the PS Two. We're doing SSX. And that episode will release in a couple of weeks. Indeed. So if you... Bit of snowboarding. Bit of snowboarding. If you didn't get enough of your extreme sports with our Tony Hawk's episodes, Mm. you're going to get some snowboarding action. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I played an SSX game. I've played a fair bit of... I like snowboarding stuff. I think it's fun. Well, yeah. I've played a fair bit of that Steep that came out a few years ago. You played that? Oh, yeah. That's the Ubisoft game, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite good. Like, if you just look into... I've not played it, No. I quite liked it. I, re- I reckon you'd. Um, it's got skiing it. and other 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 bits in there as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got skiing, you got snowboarding, you got wingsuit. Um, there's quite a few things to do on that. I was always a big fan of the old 1080 games on yeah. the N64 and on the GameCube. So yeah, I always quite like snowboarding stuff. I think you quite like steep. Might be worth giving it a go. Yeah, but yeah. As usual, you can find us on all the socials, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can email us at the long and short of it podcast at hotmail.com. I remembered the email address this week compared to last time when we were on Oblivion when I didn't know what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, if you want to reach out, you want to send us an email or just to discuss your favourite games or games that we've dis- discussed that you want to kind of to have share a your memories of Tekken 3 absolutely we um we always welcome it it's good to hear from listeners we've had a few emails in the past but um yeah feel free to chuck us a message and in terms of from me that's about all i've got anything else from you no that's it super from me well we hope you enjoyed our foray into tekken and we look our forward first to foray into fighting games quite. on this list We look forward to seeing you next time for SSX. But in the meantime, take care and we'll see you next time. Cheerio. See you on the next one.